And we are live for the 34th episode of the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Loves Luigi. And tonight, I'm with the, just, just me and Alex. What's up, Alex? Oh, not much. I'm uh, a little depressed because the Yankees are they're, they're not going to sweep the Angels. Yep. Um, yeah, we're recording this in uh, it's the eighth inning right now, I believe. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees just brought in Stephen Tarpley. Uh, they, they brought in the tarp. You know, they, they brought in the, usually when you bring in the tarp, it means the game's over. And, you know, that that applied tonight. It's 11-4 yeah. now. We're recording this. It's uh, 12. It's late on the East Coast, you know, past midnight. Um, if there's a little sadness in my voice, uh, it's because the Giants just drafted Daniel Jones with the sixth overall pick. Um, so if I start crying at any point in the podcast, you know why. Don't be alarmed. But, you know, honestly, I don't – screw the Giants because the Yankees, man, the, the New York Rail Riders are just mowing along, man. Um, they, they've just improv- – some improbable wins this week, you know, some some clean – like just the Yankees, they just keep winning games with relatively unknown lineups. You look at these lineups and you say, well, man, this lineup's not going to score three runs. And then all of a sudden they have seven runs in the sixth inning. Uh, they've just been incredible. It's playing small ball, getting getting hits from unknown guys, having guys get their first career home runs, first career hits. Uh, it's they're the New York Rail Riders right now, and it's kind of fun. Um, do I want to watch this all year? <laughs> no, <laughs> but right, it's it's been pretty fun watching them go on a nice little run here. Even though that winning streak is going to come to an end tonight, they've still you know winning three out of four against the Angels, three out of four against Kansas City, both against Boston. They've been on quite a run here. But, uh, yeah, Alex, how the how you feeling about this Yankees team right now? Obviously, you're not feeling good about the injuries, but how are you feeling about their play on the field overall right now? I'm just more surprised by everything, honestly. Like, um, the one thing that I've said a lot about the team right now is you look at the starting lineups every night, and they look like spring training lineups – from the beginning of March, you know, you'd never think you'd see, you know, Ford and Talkman and Urshela and Wade all in the same lineup. And, you know, with Gardner batting third, it's stuff like that, that just, you see that and you're like, oh my God, this team is a train wreck. And then all of a sudden they're winning six in a row. Gardner so it's third, just still messing with my mind. I don't want <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot get. I still cannot get my mind around that one. Yeah. But yeah, overall, it's just, it's a lot of surprise. It's very nice surprises because this team, they've just, it's been said a lot, but they keep finding ways to win. They are just doing everything they can. They're doing at least for the first three games against the Angels series, they were doing everything right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, the, like the off their offense at times was not there, especially in the first game, uh, but. You know that's gonna happen when you're basically playing your entire Triple A team in the lineup, right, right? So it's it's just been a very nice surprise overall to see them do this well with the situation that they're in. Well, yeah, let's get into the recaps. Um, four game series started off Monday night. Obviously, the Yankees were riding high, coming off a uh, extra inning win and a. Uh, you know, after not having played an extra, I was their first extra. Those were these were their first two extra inning games of the year, right? I don't think they had played an extra inning game before Sunday, but you know, Monday, yeah, Sunday were the first two. Mm-hmm. Monday, they you know, it's Jay Hap on the hill versus 
former Met great Matt Harvey. Um, you know, Harvey was pretty good, actually. I think he had six innings, two rounds. He was solid. But Jay Happ was the uh, starting pitcher for the Yankees this game, and it didn't look good early, right? Two-run home run from Blue Croy in the second inning. Makes it two-to-one. Voight hit a homer in the first inning. He did that Monday and Tuesday night. He had a big series. But, yeah, Jay Happ, I mean, he just – he really did a great job of just bouncing back in this game and throwing together a great start. He finished seven innings, two runs, his second straight quality start. He's starting to find it a little bit, right? Uh, 13 in the third innings, five runs his last two starts. So definitely not lighting the world on fire, but if we could get that from him, you know, throughout the year, that's, that's all we need from him. That's more than we need from him. He's the, you know, their fourth, fifth string starter. If you can get Uh You get seven innings, six, seven innings, and two or three runs out of him every single time. You're going to take it every time. Exactly, exactly. So Hap pitched well in this game, kept the Yankees in it because, man, this game was like, of course, the first game, the first, first West Coast game, game of the year is just four and a half hours. Ends at almost 3 a.m. Eastern time. Um, the Yankees bullpen, for the most part, was very good in this game. Um, they held it together. There was literally like no from like the fifth to like the eleventh inning. There was like nothing. Either team, no team was getting hits. I think like there were six or seven total base runners. I think there was six total base runners in those innings, and I think half of them got out on a double play. Like the three of them got on and they just immediately got erased by a double play. So, like the definition of nothing happening. That that was that's what was going on for most of this game. Um, Adovino threw two shutout innings out of the bullpen. Canely threw an inning a shutout. Luis Sessa threw an inning a shutout. Um, the Yankees took the lead, actually, in the 12th. But Chapman comes in, getting squeezed a little bit, right? He wasn't pitching great exactly. They get a run off him, tie the game, blown save. Game goes – Game the game continues on to the 13th, on to the 14th when Gio Rochella, who got a sack fly in the 12th to – give the Yankees the lead. He comes up with another big hit, kind of very similar to how Romine had a big hit in the eighth inning on Sunday, and then another big hit in the 10th to win it. Urshela pretty much does the same thing. Puts the Yanks back ahead. Uh, Holder went out for his second inning of work. He pitched the inning before, got the job done. He actually faced the pitcher at the end of the game. Uh, The Angels Angels had a pinch run with a pitcher and pinch hit with a pitcher, so... Great management by the Angels there. Yankees win four, three, and fourteen innings. Man, what a what a marathon of a game, man! I, I dozed off for like thirty minutes. It was a game, game to watch. It was man, this game messed up my sleep schedule for like the entire week. I was just I was a zombie for the for like the rest of the week. But hey, it was worth it. When the Yankees win, you can't really be. If they lost this game, I think I would have been very mad. But hey, coming out with a win. Just, I'm mean, really Jay had. I the thing I take away from this game is because you know, with an extra inning game, you almost always forget who started the game because it just feels like so long ago. But Jay Hat, man, he only threw 89 pitches over seven innings, two walks, five strikeouts. I mean, three hits. Just a great start from him. After, like I said, it just starts off. And it's very, very similar to his start against the Red Sox. He had let up three runs in the first two innings, and then just from the third to sixth inning, just cruised, right? This start, two runs in the second inning, third to seventh inning, just cruises. I'm, hey, man, if that's what gets if you need to give up a home run to get you going, then you can go for it. But 
Yeah, that's all for the first game. Uh, any any final thoughts about that first game, Alex? Uh, my one thing about the first game that I really enjoy is has really nothing to do with anything. But you mentioned the fact the Angels had to pinch it, uh, Trevor Cahill, which ended the game. The reason they had to do that was because uh, Lucroy had got or no, his Cozart got injured, so they had to put their DH in the field and then lost their uh, pitcher or mm-hmm. they, they had to put their DH who was their backup catcher in the field and they lost their pitcher but the whole thing was because of that they for some reason had their backup catcher as the DH mm-hmm. I don't understand yeah that's whew. that's bad so yeah that uh, I'm telling you good, good managing by the Angels you know? yeah They're that very was solid. Great. But yeah, overall um, first game, it was it was rough to watch, but it was a good win. Right. So on the game two, uh, game two, Domingo Herman on the hill, and man, he was great once again. Uh, his final line: six and two thirds, four hits, one run, which wasn't even earned. One walk, five strikeouts. Um, the offense was cooking as well. Luke Voigt, first inning home run for the second straight game, like I mentioned. Um, he would go deep later as well, give himself a nice two-homer game. Um, yeah, it was looking like a good, nice game, right? Ford, Mike Ford hits his first career homer in the fifth inning, a two-run shot that went 419 feet. Um, Glaber gets a nice little RBI single. Romine uh, gets a run in on the ground out. It's 7-1 to one Yankees going into the bottom of the eighth. Right, Every, everything's looking good. It's a it's a nice game. You could you know you could even maybe step outside and just relax and just ha- you know have the game on in the background. Right, it's one of those games. Until Chad Green until comes Chad. in pretty until Chad Green comes into the game and he was he got the last out in the seventh inning. All right, so he he's coming back out for the eighth. Which credit and, to him. Mm-hmm. base for that. Yeah, you know credit good job by Chad there. But man, that was that was the last good thing he'd do because he would he would he would load the bases in the eighth, and man, he gave up a grand slam to Justin Bohr on just like an eighty-seven mile per hour duck. Like, there's a picture on Twitter that was going around of like Bohr hitting the grand slam, and you just see in the zone the ball right down the middle of the zone, eighty-seven. I want to say it was like, yeah, eighty-seven. <laughs> like, right wow. down the middle. And you think to yourself, damn, how how do you hit that? Like, how how do you even hit that, man? That pitch is nasty. Look at that location. But well, yeah, the so, thing is, with Green, it wasn't like oof. it all fast, dude. Just because mm-hmm. um, Fletcher let off, and Fletcher and Calhoun let off the innings. They had a lot of the inning with back-to-back singles, and but they weren't you know, hard hit singles. They were just kind of like soft line drives that found holes. And that was in the span of, well, that, that's uh, how a lot of his bad innings have started this year. Like remember that little blue pit down the line? I forget which game it was. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. two of those, those were in the span of uh, five pitches. And then trout came up and I don't really think green had any intentions of pitching in <laughs> trout. But then he walks trout in five pitches. Bohr comes up. Er, yeah, and he hit an absolute bomb. And I think at that point it was very—you could totally see it coming. Like yeah. I said, once he walked Trout, you knew this was not going to end well at all. 
Yeah, um, yeah, he gives up the grand slam. Boone takes him out. Luis Sessa comes in. He gives up two base runners real quick. You know, got everyone a little bit nervous, but got out of it. Um, I think he yeah, he got a strikeout, then he got a nice little double play ball to get out of the inning. Britain came on for the save. Yankees close it out seven to five. The bull, bullpen besides Green comes through. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, let's just talk about Chad Green a bit more. Um, he was sent down to, uh, you know, this good old Scranton shuttle after the game. Um, something you like very surprising. I mean, what were, what were the odds that Chad Green would get sent down to AAA this year, man? I mean, not very likely at all. That's something that I don't think any of us expected. Um, but he's, I mean, he, look, he deserves it. I mean, he's given, I think in 2017, the, the, you know, the great year he had, he gave up four home runs that year. He's already given up four home runs in less than 10 innings. Um, his ERA at the time of departure was 16.43. I mean, just look, he absolutely 100% deserves to be sent down. Like, I don't think there's any argument from anyone, not him, not his team, just it's, it's been bad for him. And the guy needs a few, maybe a few weeks, maybe a little longer to figure it out. But I I couldn't believe, like, when he gave up that grand slam, it was one of those things where you kind of just, you weren't even, at least I wasn't mad because I was just, I was almost laughing. I almost said to myself, no, this can't be real. Yeah, you just just actually gave up, he just actually loaded the bases and gave up the grand slam. You you can't believe that, you know? Mm -hmm. And speaking of loaded bases, Gary just flew out with the bases loaded in the eighth. Yeah. Six. I was I was actually feeling bad. I'm like, wait a minute, the Yankees have the bases loaded. It's like, eh, what are we doing, Polly? I'm looking. I'm looking over it. I see. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Like, oh man, if he, yeah. man, if he somehow manages to come through here, <laughs> it, it's a two-run game. We're gonna feel bad for potting. <laughs> yeah. But now, now we don't feel bad, and you know, my my eyes as the, my eyes get heavier, I really don't feel bad. But anyways, yeah, the Yankees. The Yankees pull that one out seven to five, but oh man, Chad, Chad Green, man, it's you see the Green honestly, he reminds me a bit of when Batances was was just completely off at the end of twenty seventeen, the beginning of twenty eighteen. Um, because the difference between them is that last year when Dellen was so bad the year, he still was getting outs. He was just giving up some hits in between. And giving up a few runs, but he was still managing to get outs and strike people out. Where Green, he can't even, he can't get any outs at all. Yeah, he can't do anything. He got, he got one yesterday, and then, which, you know, that had to probably feel good for him that he got out of the jam. And then he just comes he, out and gives up got that one out. Walk home run. He had to feel good that he got that one out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but Chad Green. Triple A, Scranton subtle. Um, this was this the game that Clint got hurt as well, or was that Wednesday's game? I'm the t- um, yeah, that was Tuesday's game because he didn't play yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, he didn't play Wednesday. Yeah, so Clint, you know, Clint, he said he's going to play they, through they it. They gave him the day off just mm-hmm. because, yeah, just in case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, Clint said he was going to play through the injury. Uh, no, not his fault that he didn't. You know. Because it's you don't want to mess with injuries, uh, but yeah, Clint to the IL. It's, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna in here and say 
you can channel your hatred from right now because Tommy Canley is currently pitching in the eighth inning of an 11 <laughs> But when it was 4-4 four to four with two runners on and two outs, he brought in Holder. Yeah. Anyways, um, not to. I that that was just I was speaking out loud there. Um, yeah. So Clint Frazier going to the ten day IL. He injured it. He injured it on Monday actually in the fourteen inning game, the twelfth inning slide. See, that's it's getting too late for me. I knew I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and also uh, we'll we'll get into the more injury news later after we do the recap because it's all depressing. I don't I don't want to get. It's depressing Yankee injury news in, uh, in the way of this comeback victory the Yankees had on Wednesday, right? I mean, the, the Yankees, did, what, a, what a win. Um, this was this was probably one of the best wins of the season so far. Yeah, um, so CC on the mound, right? He's had two very good starts to start the year and you know, wasn't, wasn't good in this one, right? Uh, he lets up well, – yeah, he let up three home runs, man. Um, Simmons hit two, two solo shots, one in the first, one in the fourth. Calhoun hits a three-run shot in the fourth. At this point, the game kind of looks over, you know, five mm. nothing in the fourth inning. Yeah, the um, Calhoun run was yeah, kind um, of looked like on the coffin. Mm-hmm, five nothing going into the six, but man, the Yankees, uh, they they <laughs> they rallied, man, dude, and it was it was all behind DJ LeMahieu, man. He really carried this team this game. Yeah, RBI double to start it off, um, scoring Tyler Wade. Then he scored in the pass ball by Lucroy. Um, and if you didn't watch this game, I know you're gonna think I'm just you're, you're gonna think I'm just starting to hallucinate when I say this. Um, Tyler Wade was walked with the bases loaded and on uh, four pitches on four on on four pitches. It wasn't like a because you think if Tyler Wade got walked on the, with the bases loaded, you think, come oh, it was like a. 28 pitch at bat. It was yeah. like the greatest at bat of all time. But it was four pitch at bat. I guess you know Tyler Wade's getting a little hot, a little too hot for the Angels' liking. Um, and then yeah, Lemayhew gets a sack fly in the seventh. Um, it was a fielder's choice uh, that scored Talkman to tie yeah, the game. Tie the and game, game goes to the ninth. And guess who? It what DJ Lemayhew gets third RBI of the game. Scores Wade and. Chat gotta give a shout out to Wade there who got an infield single. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wade, Wade Wade had a very good Wade had a very good series. Had a lot of hits. Uh, he was literally stole like a hundred bases tonight. He game. really showed the value that he can bring to the team mm-hmm. in this series. Absolutely with his speed because he had I don't know, three infield singles. He stole had to be four or five bases, mm-hmm. and he. Honestly, he played a pretty decent. He made some good plays out in left field too. Yeah, no, I was going to um, say he played a very good outfield, especially for a guy who hasn't. I don't think he's played there at the MLB level. Yeah, exactly. So he's he's not he's not going to be a superstar by any means, but he really showed in this series what he can do that can you know he can give value to an MLB team, and he's had a rough going in the in his the early parts of his career but he's he could be turning a corner and shut the fuck up Alex (laughs) (laughs) I almost almost fell asleep hearing turn the corner at 1am almost Um, anyways yeah um, you know also another shout out Johnny Lasagna came in for relief three innings two hits no runs one walk one strikeout he was very good Um, he got the win actually 
Chappie, nice bounce back and forth from Chappie. I think he walked the guy, but, you know, he got the job done, shut the door. And, yeah, you know, I, my take, my big takeaway from these three games is, man, the Angels are a really fucking bad team. Like, yeah. They're, they're really bad. I didn't think they were this bad. I thought they were, you know, okay. Like, no, they're bad, man. They're really bad. Like, jeez. The only redeeming quality about them is the fact that they have Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. Like, everything around him, though, is just bad. I get Otani's not – not healthy right now, but even when they have Otani, they're still just not a good team. Oh. And, and like you said, they made a lot of dumb moves this week. A lot of the, you know, a lot of pass, a lot of sloppy plays. Kind yeah, of like the Yankees. Just the players, it's just the entire team overall. Mm-hmm. They, just, they do some stuff that just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. in, um, this wasn't in the Yankees series, but there was a moment over the weekend, I believe, where Justin Bohr didn't run out of fly out. And it ended up turning being turned into a double play because it was just a pop out to second base with a runner on first, and he just didn't run it out at all. So who I think it was Gordon let it drop, and they ended up turning a double double play on it. Yeah, it's just stuff know, like that. That's that just, bad, that's, that's, those are things that happen to bad teams. Exactly, right? it's stuff like that that shows you they're just they're good. <laughs> <laughs> well. um... Let's go to game four of the series. Um, spoiler alert, this game's still in progress, but uh, I think we could just about wrap it up. The eighth um, inning just ended, and the Angels are up 11-5. to five, Yeah. So. Um, uh, Masahiro Tanaka started this game. Um, you know, he the four innings of shutout, right? He, he was looking good, but... He looked really good. Yeah, you, you could tell. He I think he only induced one swing and miss tonight. I think Coley Harvey tweeted out, which... Mm-hmm. Never ideal, um, but still, he was mm-hmm. he was getting out. You know, he was yeah. didn't give up a hit until I think it was Trout broke up the mm-hmm. no hitter and I want to say it was the fourth inning. Yeah, no, he was definitely definitely cruising early on. So were the Yankees. So was the Yankees' offense. DJ LeMahieu, another RBI single. Gio Urshela, shout out, got his first home run as a Yankee. Yankee homer. Mm-hmm. Um, Voight scored in a wild pitch. Glaber RBI single made it four nothing in the fifth inning for the Yanks, but yeah, Massa in the fifth just kind of started to implode. Um, two, two run homers, one to us, given up to Estella. Calhoun gets another one. And yeah, then from there, uh, the sixth inning, uh, Boone put Massa back out for the sixth inning, which I thought was very surprising. Um, that was you know, kind of an- Yeah. That, that, like, you know, I, I hate really, like I hate nitpicking like every move in every game mm-hmm. Boone does, but Hey, um, we're a Yankees podcast and we recap every game. So that's what I'm going to do, I guess. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, I don't know. He just had like, you have a bad fifth inning where you give up two home runs and four runs. You're kind of getting up there and pitches like hey, go, end of night with five innings, four runs. Like that's not great, but it's, it's okay. Right. It's, it's, yeah. It's fine, especially if you're pitching good. You, you can mix in a few of those starts and be fine. Yeah. But, hey, he well, brings him out back for the six. He gets two outs. and but, but even, two even walks. the inning, though, it's like I would have taken him out the second he walked Goodwin. Mm-hmm. And then Boone kept him, and he did get Lucroy, but then he walked Lestella, and that's when he took him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so he takes him out with two out, two on, two outs, and in a tie game, brings in Jonathan Holder. Um, Oh, you know, just there's a pass ball by Gary, but it really looked just like a mix-up. Gary was expecting a curveball, and it was just a straight fastball. So the runners went to second and third, and Holder gave up a base hit to uh, Fletcher. Two runs scored, scored six to four, and 
yeah, just another classic case of, you know, high leverage situation, tie game, your whole bullpen's very fresh, very, you know, the only guys using your bullpen yesterday were Johnny Lasagna and Chapman. So, Adovino, Canely, like, oh, yeah, you can use anyone. And you use Jonathan Holder. It's just, it's just one of these things. I, I just, I think, like, like we, We've said a lot this year. Jonathan Holder, he's been the most used Yankee reliever. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, I guess he had a good sense. year last year. Used in the most high leverage situations. Yeah. It's like, it's even past him being used in high leverage situations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's used in high leverage situations. He also, also used medium leverage, low leverage. Like, he's used in yeah. every leverage situation. He's been our most used reliever. And it just doesn't exactly. make sense. Like, wait, why is it this? Uh, like even if our most used reliever at this point was Chad Green, like I know he's had a bad year, but like that would make more sense because like oh yeah, you know, Chad Green is just kind of our everything guy. He's almost in every game, but Jonathan like Jonathan Holder, all of a sudden, just unofficially took the role of Chad Green. Where mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah, he's going to be in every game. Like they they're just trying to they just think he's 2017 Chad Green, and it's clearly not the case. Um, yeah, he had he a good year last year. He had a very good streak where he didn't give up runs in what 20 something straight innings but he's shown this year he's not the same pitcher he was last year he's not as effective mm-hmm. so there's really no reason to keep bringing him in in these situations at least until he shows that you can be trusted with that because he can't be trusted in high leverage situations right now i mean he's a 5.4 oera right now and that like just exactly. think of it like he gave up the two runs tonight but they were they, you know, they went to Tanaka, but like those Tanaka. are just the classic case of where, like, hey, you, you, that's something you don't see in the ERA, but right there, he just allowed two two runs. You know, he exactly. didn't do his job. And I gotta um, give him, yeah. gotta give him credit. He did pitch well. I want to say it was game one, he, because yeah, it was game one. He got he pitched the thirteenth inning and then the fourteenth and got the win. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, he did pitch well Monday. Definitely. He pitched well Monday, which was. But he good also night. he also faced a pitcher in his last at bat, so That's it was kind of the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> and it was also like the four. They, they had also been on the field for like four and a half hours. I think they were getting a little delirious. I yeah, I could. I think I could have went out there and struck a couple guys out. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The bullpen after Holder for Thursday night's game went to tarp. It, like there was. Like it, it was the classic, like you know, okay, it's six four, we're down, it's over, boys. Yeah, like, send send it, throw up a white flag. We're bringing in Tarpley, bringing in Harvey. It's now it's eleven to five. Like now it's eleven to four. Oh well, what are you yeah. gonna do? No, and then he brings in Canley when it's eleven to four, not when it's six <laughs> four. And Canley goes in one inning, one strikeout, ten pitches. Yeah, ERA drops to one point nine three. I mean, like, look, it's. I'm not going to get upset about it because it's one loss out of no. four. But really, it's, it it's, is the classic case of Boone, like of why people get mad at Boone. It's like, wait a minute, Boone, why are you bringing in Holder in a tie game with two runners on and two outs? And then why are you bringing in Tarpley when we're down two? It's like it's a yeah. two-run game, man. Like, just, I'm not saying unload your bullpen, but why not use K? If you're going to use Canely anyways tonight, why not use him when it's six to four in the sixth mm-hmm. inning? That would make more sense. When you're taking the that would make more sense. To get out of the jam, why not? Exactly. Oh man, like, I, you can't really make fun. You can't nitpick Boone. It's just because he, the past week and a half, two weeks or so, has really not made that many bad decisions. Mm-hmm. But it's just like situations like this. You look at the decisions he makes with the bullpen, 
and it just, none of it makes sense. Yeah, no, like, it, it just it can't be analytics. It can't be analytics. Like his moves in the bullpen, like it can't be analytics based because it just doesn't yeah. make sense. Right? Like, oh man, just good, good old Booney. Um, yeah, but uh, Alex, if you uh, now that the series is pretty much over, I think the, there's two outs in the ninth. Mike Ford. It just, so this it game's it just okay. There we go. The, yeah, it just four, ended. So the Yankees will safely lose eleven to final score for that Thursday game is eleven to five. The Yankees lose. Um, you know they take three out of four in their first West Coast road trip. Yeah, that's a great job by the Yanks, right? They just keep on trucking. I think we have the second best run differential in baseball right now. Behind behind the Rays, that might go down because of this game. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah, they are very high up with run differential. Yeah, which is just crazy to think about, you know, since we suck. But um, <laughs> let's let's uh, if you had to pick a player of the week or player of the series for the series, Alex, who would you go? And um, spoiler alert, it's probably either Voight or LeMahieu, right? Yeah, like, I, I got the two guys because Voight was ripping the series. I I gotta go with Voight on this one. He mm-hmm. just came out the home run he hit against Harvey in the first inning of the of uh, game one. That was such a good start, um, especially for the Yankees team that had had such a like rough win on Sunday with being up, being up, uh, and then blowing the lead. But have you know starting out with just one run right off the bat that was really that was huge. Um, and then he had the two run two two home runs in game two, one again in the first inning, which once again was huge, and then. Tonight he had three singles. Um, so he's just been – he looks so much better at the plate than he did, you know, when the Yankees were not uh, playing very well. He just – he looks like he's seeing pitches a lot better. He's working really good at bats. And one of the things I remember I was saying about him when he wasn't playing that well was that he was not really working good at bats. He was just kind of mm-hmm. swinging. It'd be, you know – three-pitch strikeout, see you later. Or like a two-pitch flyout, something like that. He wasn't working good at bats. But now, you know, he's getting on base, he's working walks, he's getting hits, he's just, he's doing everything. Mm-hmm. And it's also yeah. coming through. Absolutely. Uh, DJ LeMahieu, you know, really, if you look at the four-game set, really it was just one game DJ LeMahieu had, but he had such a big impact on that game. Like, he, he really willed the Yankees to that mm-hmm. win Wednesday night. Yeah, I mean, just three separate, like, big, you know, big at-bats by him, which, which all generated runs. Um, yeah, he's just been awesome, man. Like, people love – like, I think I said before the year, you know, this DJ LeMay, who might be, like, kind of like that Yankee Clipper this year. He might he be that guy that he's going to all the time. Yeah, and, man, he's been that so far, man. Uh, like, his numbers don't, like, you know, don't jump out of you, right? 282 yeah. average, 33 OBP, I think he's at um, – or, no, that's definitely different. Now. No, he's at 289, 337 OBP. I was looking at the other game. But, yeah, I mean, he's just such a solid player, plays such solid defense. Um, I just He's been great. Uh, I think he had two hits tonight, despite the Yankees kind of, you know, losing badly. Um, I think this was their worst loss of the year. Yeah. Sixth run loss. Um, yeah, that's what, ha- that's what happens when you put the tarp on. Well, when you put the tarp on, the, the game's effectively over. Um, there's nothing much to say after that, but yeah, so that's, that'll be it for the angel series. Um, let's talk some, uh, let's talk some Yankees injury notes and news. Uh, Cause you know, 
God knows we have plenty of that. Um, Alex, anything else you want to say about the LA Angels? Um, ended on a bad note, but it really oh, no. fantastic series overall. They went in, they went in with you know the team depleted. They had to beat a killing blow. Not really a killing blow. They're probably numb to it by now, but just <laughs> gut punch to lose Clint. And they still went out and won three out of four against an Angels team that really is not very good. But they just took three out of four against both the Royals and the Angels, which is what you know what you're supposed to do against the bad teams. And the Yankees in the past the past two years really have not been able to take advantage of um, teams that really are not playing well. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. year they lost seven times to the Orioles, who lost 115 games. Yeah, so, like, it's it, it's a really good thing to see, you know, uh, just going out there and playing as hard as they can and wins in basically any way they can. And in ways that we wouldn't really see if, you know, the judge and Stan Hicks and Andrew were in it. Like, um, their first, the first run today was... Wade got infield singles and then sing. So different style of play for the Yankees where they're not gonna hit that many home runs with the team they have they're putting out now, but they're still finding ways to do it, which is a really good sign for them. Absolutely, absolutely. You were breaking up a little bit up there, Alex, but you know what? It's okay because it's one AM and I could care less. So <laughs> let's uh let's talk about these injury news and notes for the Yankees because God knows there's a lot. Um, some positive, you know, some positive notes, right? Uh, Andujar will play third base tomorrow, uh, Friday, in an extended spring training game. Um, Aaron Hicks has run, performed defensive drills, and hit on field. He's real close to a game. Okay, that's good. Uh, Stanton could ramp up quickly with hitting next week. And Troy Tulowitzki could play in the game this weekend. So, you know, sounds like Tulo and Hicks could be, you know, maybe you'd be back by the second week of May, it sounded like, if they're playing and starting to play in games this coming week. Um, Stan, I think, might be a few weeks out because he's got got to get a cortisone shot. Uh, a cortisone shot, you know, never ideal. Um, another thing I wanted to mention is Luke Voigt now has a 36-game on base streak, which ties uh, Derek Jeter for the longest streak by a Yankee since 2011. Very impressive that Voigt's just he's gotten on base every Shout game. Shout out year. to Voigt for that. Yep. Um, I guess he's not a fluke, right? Like some people were saying during the year. Some certain um, people compared him to Adam Dunn. Oh, man. Uh, who, who could have that been? Um, how, about Gary, how about Gary throwing out Trout? Can I real quick note? That pop time on that throw was 1.93. That was, that was a really yeah. nice play. Oof, so uh, yeah, this is, by the way, all, I'm, on, I'm just on Brian Hoke's Twitter. Grateful, great Yankee writer. Shout out to Brian Hope. Love me some Brian Hope. Um, that Gary play—that's yeah. that's probably going to get swept under the rug just because he of the balls got by him in the seventh inning that allowed that led to run. Or, it was either it was yeah sixth or seventh inning. It's mm-hmm. it's one a.m. Yeah. I don't remember. Off top of <laughs> not not the best night for Gary, but it's all, it's all right. No, like, but. He's, he's, you know, he it's is. Gary's type. But he's he's gonna make a mistake back there. Um, he's shown that in the past, but he really has the skills where that 
if he keeps working and getting better, he could just be an absolutely elite player. Yes, absolutely. Um, other news, um, Cameron Mabin is now a Yankee. With Clint going on the IL, the Yankees think, figured they need another outfielder. They got Cameron Mabin. Uh, he was with the uh, Indians, I believe, for AAA. Yeah, for the AAA team. Or, yeah. Um, you know, who maybe Cameron Mabin get some playing time in New York? Uh, I, I I'm so sick of seeing different outfielders. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, it'd be cool. It'd be cool if Mabin contributes, but if he doesn't, who cares, right? Uh, I didn't expect anything from him at all. Yeah. Um, he's he's basically here so that the Yankees have another guy to put in the outfield that's not Wade. Yeah, um, Tyler has been playing better. He's been he's been fine at the outfield. He's not an outfielder. No, he's they they could use him as defense more suited for infield. He's so much better as like a you know second baseman. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, let's wrap the show up with the uh, little quick preview, you know, a few minute preview of the uh, San Francisco series. That's who the Yankees will play next. Um, Yankees right now are fourteen and eleven headed into the series. Uh, spoiler alert: We got another late game Friday night ten. 10-15, but Saturday and Sunday games are both at four, so only one late game this series, which is very nice for my sleep schedule. Um, the game Friday night, banger, man. James Paxton versus Madison Bumgarner. Two lefties going at it. Um, Hap versus Holland Saturday, and then Herman versus Rodriguez on Sunday. So, you know, man, I'm, I love a good pitching matchup, and the way Paxton's been pitching right now against Baumgartner, that's a good one. Uh, by the way, the Giants are 11 and 14, but they're coming. They're won three straight games after losing four straight. So, you know, they're the Yankees. Look, man, the, the Yankees. They whoever they play, it really doesn't matter how good or bad they are, because you know they they usually don't play good against bad teams, and they usually. Play pretty well against good teams, so who knows? But well, the Giants, man, they they have no offense, man. Like absolutely no, no offense. Uh, they're they're right now the highest average is Stephen uh, Toger with a two thirty average, and oh, Brandon Belt cool. leads their t- Brandon Belt leads their team in home runs with five. So get Alex, get this the best the best on base percentage on their team. Right now, if he didn't, he doesn't exactly qualify, but he's still up there. Is Tyler Austin with a three seventy five on base percentage, fourteen at bat? Yeah, play. They, they're, 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 they're they're man, like they are awesome. bad. Wow, like they are real, like really, really bad with on base percentage. Your friendly reminder that Pablo Sandoval is on the Giants still. Yep. <laughs> like people just think like people that like you know don't follow baseball too closely are probably like yeah hasn't he always been on the Giants like what do you mean yeah it's, it's a team he's always been on but there's a there's a lot of friendly faces in this you know you got Tyler Austin you got Longoria you got Kevin Pillar you got Sam and you got Young Harris Solarte mm-hmm mm-hmm um you know the San Francisco Giants they're, they have a very good pitching rotation, though. Um, we obviously have Bumgarner. Team ERA so far is 3.20. So, you know, they got Will Smith in their bullpen. Mark, um, Sam Dyson. How do, I always forget how to pronounce Mark Melanson's name. Is it Mark Melanson? Yeah, it's Melanson. Yeah, man, I'm just getting so old, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
I can't even pronounce Mark Melanson's name. He used to be one of my favorite relief pitchers in the show. Um, yeah, yeah, but the Giants, they should be a stingy team to, to face as, if in the box. Um, it's going to be tough for the Yankees to get runs this series. Um, should be should be easy. For, like, look, the Yankees, the way the Yankees have been pitching and now just seeing just how bad the Giants are offensively, I'm feeling good about this series. Pack, I, I'm really excited to see Paxton pitch against them tomorrow because he could destroy them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know if Mad he Bum, he pitched well this year, but not great. Strikeout games against the mm-hmm. Red Sox and the Royals, so he can just build off of that. Can he make it three straight twelve strikeout games? Probably not, but if he does, mm-hmm. that would be absolutely insane. We will see. We will see. Um, that'll be just about wrap it up. Um, it's getting very late here. Um, <laughs> I'm probably gonna fall keel over and realize that the Giants drafted Daniel Jones at any second. Um. But, you know, who cares? Because the Yankees are doing well, 14 and 11. They're the most injured team in baseball, and yet somehow they're one of the better teams in baseball. It's, that's just how it works. That's what happens when you have a great team from top to the bottom. Um, Gio Urshela, guys like uh, Clint Frazier, even though he's hurt, just guys stepping up, guys just doing what they need to do, um, playing good baseball. The bullpen is doing well, except Chad Green. We'll just forget about him. Um, he's not important. Everyone else in the bullpen is doing pretty well. But, yeah, that'll be our show tonight. Um, the Yankees are still out west. They play the Giants this weekend. Diamondbacks for a two-game set to wrap up the West Coast trip. So there's going to be some more late games, but we'll be up for them. For Luigi, for Alex, this was the Bronx Bomber Ballot Podcast, and we're going to hell to bed. <laughs>